0: Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here. On the show today, we're actually going to be going to the Green Room. It's a large coffee warehouse and a very important part of the coffee supply chain, or you might call it the value chain. It's a place that I've never seen, uh, so this is going to be really fun for me to check out. Uh, It's a resource that Jesse uses all the time. So he's actually going to be joining us. He's coming here to pick me up, and then we're going to go to the Green Room and He's gonna grab some coffee, we're gonna have a tour around. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Before he gets here, I need to get ready, and then we can head out. So first things first, I do need to grab myself some morning coffee. That's all you really need to start the day, isn't it? And Jesse's here, so let's head out. There's Jesse.
1: Hi Jesse. Hey, good morning Joseph. Bright and surly. Surly. Ready for this?
0: Oh yeah. All right, so we're heading to the green room, which is a place I've never been, but uh, you go there a lot, Jesse. Do you want to tell us what that's all about? I
1: do, yeah. I was kind of prepared for our intro. I wasn't really ready to jump in on a
0: question. Yeah, well, I did the intro without you because uh, I woke up this morning and I did it and you weren't there. And whose fault is that really?
1: Ooh, I don't know how to answer that. I'm mostly just disappointed.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shall Hello. We... Welcome Shall we... to the Road Trip
1: with <laughs> Jesse. Joseph's tagging along.
0: Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph and Jesse here, uh, and we're in Jesse's truck. Yes, we are. Uh, we're taking a little road trip down to
1: the Green Room in Auburn, to a little town, suburban town south of Seattle in the Kent Valley. Uh, yeah, it's the warehouse district. There's going to be a whole lot of coffee where we're going.
0: Uh, and you, you go to the, you go to the Green Room quite a lot. So I don't know if you, do, do you want to give us a little quick synopsis of. What it's all about and why exactly we're going there this morning.
1: Yeah, uh, I go fewer times now than I used to just because we get deliveries from the green room. Um, the green room is great. It's, a, it's a, just a giant linchpin of the supply chain. It's where uh, most of the green coffee is stored in this region, um, in the Seattle area. And it's uh, millions and millions of pounds of coffee. And so a lot of importers use it to store their coffee. And um, so we put our orders into our importers and then they tell the green room to release the coffee. And then it either gets loaded up into a delivery truck or uh, into my car. So, yeah, we're cruising down to go. You've never been there, right? No,
0: I've never. I've never been to the green room. I can't believe we haven't done this yet. I feel like this is a great idea. I'm excited. For sure. What uh, what coffee are you picking up there today?
1: Uh, we have two new Guatemalan coffees I'm really excited about. So it's the season of Guatemalans. They're landing. Uh, and then some other uh, Honduran coffee for our blend. Just a small order, which is kind of why I'm going down, because it's not a full full order for a big truck. Um, save some cash, but also it seems like it'd be
0: a fun idea for a podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. This is pretty exciting. Now, um... So the green room, green room is a coffee warehouse, essentially, but they are not an importer, uh, and as I understand it, it's just a place where a lot of importers use to store their coffee before it goes to people like you, or cafes slash roasters, like larger roasters maybe store their coffee there as well. Right. Um, that's, uh, that's correct, right?
1: It is correct. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can get really big coffee storage. Coffee is really voluminous, right? So if you want to, if you're roasting a few hundred bags a year, uh, or many, many thousands of bags a year, it's really difficult to find storage space for that, and it adds a whole other layer to, you know, that that roaster side of things. Um, so the green room is really there as that bridge point. Um, they can receive the trucks off of the ships, the containers off the ships, and then organize those. Um, they also offer some other services. Um, so they, there's some green coffee sorting, and I, I know I can rent space there if I want to store my own coffee. Um, I'm not sure if they do direct importing. I don't think they do, but I know that the family and the individuals involved in the green room are big coffee people, and they have their own importing and, you know, pet projects out there We've got coffee.
0: That's how I know. Gotcha. <laughs> does, um, so since they work with uh, so many importers, does that make it easier for you to get coffee from multiple importers or is that uh, that just this popped to my mind just now is that relatively irrelevant I'm, I don't know I was thinking if you're you're getting like one or two bags from a couple different oh, importers yeah. you know
1: uh, it's amazing I mean it's really this is a huge this is one of those advantages of being in the Seattle area is having the green room so close um, especially on little orders like this what I'm doing today uh, yeah we work with several importers and often putting three or four sometimes five different importers orders our coffee orders in Um, and then have them all delivered on a single pallet. Because we are so small at Conduit, you know, we just buy one or two bags at a time. Um, So we have a lot on hold that are sitting there reserved for us at the green room and then we just
0: pull from that. I get the sense that this is one of those resources that really makes uh, a smaller roaster possible.
1: It's one of those things for sure. Um, I mean, there's ways around it, but you know, that's one of my questions for my friends out there in the Midwest is kind of, how do you guys get your coffee? Um, There's, you know, some importing and storage that's starting to pop up in Kansas City and places like that, uh, of course. Um, Coming off the the Texas highway there. Uh, Cafe Imports out in Minneapolis, I mean, they're pretty close, you know. If it's within a day's drive, that's not bad for the Midwest. But it's, uh, I mean, it's expensive to ship coffee around. It's expensive to ship anything, you know. But when you add hundreds of pounds in these giant burlap sacks, you know, you're shipping a pallet that weighs 1,500 pounds, um, it's quite expensive and it takes a while. So, it's, uh, yeah, this is a huge resource.
0: And uh, storing coffee is not as simple as just throwing it on a rack in a warehouse. I think we're going to find um, with a green room. I'm assuming we're going to find it's a little more complex than that just because though green coffee lasts a long time, um, it still needs to be treated in a certain way. Uh, to preserve the quality over that period of time. And uh, even then it's still going to age some, so.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, Green coffee is a raw product. It definitely ages over time. It oxidizes, it gets stale, the moisture content seeps out of it. Um, It also really absorbs all sorts of flavors, whatever it's stored in. So coffee storage is a big deal. Um, Along with just the moisture content having consistent climate for the coffee to be stored in because, uh, it will roast different. If it's very humid, it will roast different if the moisture content has changed because that takes more BTUs to evaporate out of the coffee. Um, yeah, so the green room is an, an, you know, insured place to store coffee. Guaranteed that it's, hopefully guaranteed that
0: it's not going to get messed up there. So yeah, we're, uh, we're just going to keep driving to the green room and then pick up there. Uh, really hoping that you enjoy this tour. I think that... Um Uh, We see the the green room as a unique resource that almost no one who drinks coffee ever really knows about. And as, as we're seeing, it's an extremely key piece in roasters doing what they do and consistently bringing you... Really good fresh coffee. So if you're getting fresh roasted single origin coffee from a roaster, it's highly likely they use a resource just like this. Yep. A key resource as part of their supply chain. Um, so we hope you enjoy. We're gonna we're gonna finish our drive there and then pick up. Yeah,
1: I five south to Portland. Should we just go to Portland? Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I think it's uh, like you just said. It's uh, it's a piece. You know, where does the coffee come from? It leaves Guatemala and then what? You know, we don't have a shipping container sitting at conduit that comes in off a boat. So this is a, uh, this is a big part of all this. And uh, I it's excited and I'm excited to share some of the photos. It's a, it's a, there's <laughs> a lot of coffee.
0: Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be taking a bunch of photos, uh, hopefully a bunch of good photos and putting those in the extended show notes on
1: Patreon,
0: and you'll be able to find all that information at coffee lovers, radio.com. Uh, and will mention this again at the end of the show, but, um, Yeah, we're gonna finish driving there and then pick up with you when we get to the green room. All right, we're here, and it's like the size of four Ikeas. (laughs) If that puts it into any context for you.
1: (laughs) Coffee's in here.
2: Smells so
0: good in here.
2: I'm the outbound support lead here. Um, so pretty much we, I take care of all the outbound shipments and basically any customer uh, relations that have anything to do with picking up the coffee or questions about their inventory. Consolidating orders.
1: Up,
2: <laughs> or just chatting it up with friends yep. like Jesse.
1: <laughs> so outbound coordinator is cool because that means as opposed to the inbound. So there's inbound coming in from the shipping.
2: Yes. So inbound part of the whole is supply everything chain. that comes into the green room. Right. Outbound is everything that leaves. We're describing point. on the way down here how it's
1: uh, such a linchpin for the whole process and yeah. not very many people know that
2: oh.
0: coffee comes through a warehouse. Yeah. You know, it yeah. leaves Guatemala and then what, you know, yeah. ends up in your cup. Very
2: true.
0: Yeah. Also seems like it enables a lot of smaller roasters like Jesse to be able to yeah. do what they do. just because exactly. real resource here. Yeah. yeah.
2: There's definitely a lot of roasters in yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Like it's, it's growing. Like it's crazy. I'm sure you know <laughs> what the competition. All doing.
1: your emails are probably. <laughs> do you like working yeah. with little roasters like ourselves, or do you prefer? I just do. The cut and dry? I do. I
2: feel like I prefer the little roasters just because it gives me a chance to like build relationships more, kind of like a, I don't know, like deeper relationships than like saves like a big company and it's like, like the the lead, which I probably will never right. like come across or you know, it just doesn't give me a chance to like.
1: That's true, we ran into each other at the
2: exactly. SCA so, party. Yeah, So, I met you, actually. <laughs>
1: How many pounds of coffee are here, roughly? Ooh. Are you allowed to say?
2: And I'll answer so that uh, question. I think there's like 80,000 bags. 80? No, 100 More. something. something More. Thousand. So it's 154,000 squares of mm. feet. So okay. just the facility alone. And most of that is coffee like smell just it. sitting coffee stacks and stacks of coffee so we don't want to give you like any numbers really but just to give you an approximate idea it's one hundred fifty-four thousand square squares of feet of coffee
0: <laughs> oh. so do you get tired of the smell of green coffee or do you just not notice it after we a while we actually don't
2: notice it anymore okay. yeah i did when i first started and it was really like to be honest it's, it's kind of strong and a little bit like like a smoke smoky mm. type so like, for example, Linders, yeah, well, it's a green coffee and a right. lot of it is from the burlap and right. also like sitting in containers for who knows. Are you allergic to it? No, okay. I know the guys, like the devianners. Um, I don't know if you guys know what devianners are. So probably should clarify. <laughs> Those yeah. are the the, the the warehouse crew that unloads the trailers. So okay. when coffee comes in, they unload. Well, we also have regular pickers who actually right. load the trailers. So it's the same thing. But anyways, when they pick the bags up and down, so like... Their arms have to like touch the bags and at the end of the day like you'll see they start getting like irritation or something. I always wear
1: long sleeve shirts now. Some of them wear
2: long sleeves but some of them complain that the long sleeve like it it just gets too hot and yeah anyways so Mm -hmm. that's the only like I personally have not had any (laughs) thank goodness because I wouldn't be around. Right. (laughs) Yeah
0: uh we're gonna we're gonna be able to take a look right we're gonna walk a we'll little walk oh, through yeah. have a look Can you do that? absolutely
2: i didn't ask you about that i don't know why not like have you been around the warehouse before
1: uh one time i walked through
0: but okay. yeah usually we will call and I, I wander that's
2: that way. that's but, actually really yeah let's do it all right
0: what is reconditioning
2: so if uh bags come in and they're damaged or anything um we basically sort through all of the beans, like rip open the bag, sort through, separate the bad and the good, and and then um just let our customers know what's up, Yeah. So.
0: Does that happen a lot? It does,
2: yeah. Like we get bags daily, right? On the daily, yeah. 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 Also, another thing is Rosebud Blend. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah, through Atlas. Yeah, oh, so it's actually a fun process, like I went out there to see it once, so basically they grab like four, five, six, however many different skews of coffee, like, 10, 20 bags of each skew. And then they place them out in, like, groups. And then they open all the bags. And then they pour them all together, mix it up, and then bag them up again. Do you have a again. big mixer
1: or is it all, like, guys They do groomsets? it by
2: hand. <laughs> it's insane.
1: Big cement truck out <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, they do it by hand and then they have, like, you'll see it. There's, like, cool. a whole station set up. But it's, like, they set up these buckets and then, like, they do, like, holes. And, yeah. Yeah, it's cu- it's a really fun process.
1: So that's a, that's a pre-blended...
2: Yeah, so then... It's a blend
1: produced the, here at the Green Room. Literally, it's called, then, so like,
2: so. Rosebud Blend. So, like, there's, like, I think six different types of coffee in there. It's always fluctuate. It yeah. fits a flavor profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always different. So, we do it in, like, chunks of... Anyways. That's cool. Yeah, so what else do we do? We do really, like... So, basically, if a customer has, like, any type of request, like, seriously. We've gone through, like, hoops and fire... <laughs> <laughs> like, i can give you an example like so we have a container that comes in um and then they want like the 320 bags split up into like five different sections in the container and then each section so, like out of those three sections three of them had to be standing upright with the bags slid open the rest of them had to be fumigated so we had to do that separately like days in advance and then they had to be color coordinated so we had to like print out tags and then like yeah and then they had what? to oh my gosh <laughs> sounds like a wedding so invitation much fun. <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
2: so like just to give you guys an idea like we will literally do that makes me feel better about some of the confusion wants. at my yeah, end like, especially that that was a container that went overseas so like you know they it was very very strict on how it had to be handled so like we understand the importance of it so we kind of try to like there's never, we we don't, we try not to say no, yeah. is what I'm just roasters saying. Roasters
1: really are kind of like rock stars. We just yeah. don't expect this from you, all the <laughs> time. Tell
2: us what to do, we'll do it. <laughs> you want us to sprinkle some dust on your coffee <laughs> before we ship it out, sir. Some
1: candy corns some thrown in. Some flowers
2: in, in there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's fun. Definitely meant a lot
0: of weird. Does a, a lot of coffee ship from here to roasters around okay. the world?
2: Um, Not necessarily around the world. Oh. I would say more like, United States. Okay. Yeah, more now. Um, we do like a lot of Canada shipments mm-hmm. and a couple like Hawaii, but that's still like in the range of like the yeah. United States. But it's one We in- do, we have shipped stuff to like Italy, Asia, Europe, and China.
1: Right. It so, depends on the importers here yeah, yeah, yeah. and where they're, yeah.
2: So that's really cool. Like I get to work with like non-US. <laughs> uh, do you coordinate
1: with any of the other big warehouses? On the coast at all? Yes, we I mean, do yes.
2: Um, annex continental terminals and then Coast oral. Right. In Fife.
1: Yeah. So there's really not that many big warehouses in the. There's not. Continent.
2: And I think we were the only ones on the west coast, besides uh,
1: the annex. Yeah, which oh, is it the is? Bay Area. Oh, there's the yeah. an annex in Portland as well, but it's not the, no. not nearly okay. as big. I
2: guess I meant like the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So costa oro is in portland and right. then they opened up a new warehouse in five-star. Oh,
1: they did okay
2: so this is the u.s foreign trade zone as you can read um so everything this is an ftz facility so everything here has to basically be cleared by point trade services i don't know if you know who that is
1: i i do um, but
2: yeah so it's very strict like we we definitely developed a very like standardized process as to how coffee leaves here it's like Um, customs
1: when you come into the international ports like sailing like they all have to have it
2: yeah even if we get all the clear documents from the customer we get all the the paperwork necessary until point trade services It literally will not even live. And
1: that waiting period can be the hardest yeah. when you're expecting the coffee's in exactly. and it takes a week longer or whatever to get it's approved. And so it's here but we can't get it.
2: Yeah, it's very frustrating. I've I've been able to like small companies
1: of, out of the Philippines, yeah. you know, like they don't understand
2: day. it. Um they don't even sometimes they don't even know that their coffee's on F T Z hold, which is it I, I understand how frustrating it yeah. be but anyway, so we're going out here now. This is the cage we have for the drivers. So during LTL hours, which is two to four p.m., all the drivers are back here and they wait their turn, and hmm. then we pretty much just, you know, go one by one. Um, here's a visitor badge for you. All right. And for you. And you guys, yeah, definitely more than welcome to take pictures. We're actually working on um our Instagram uh page, <laughs> so. Just because we have a lot of customers that like, will call customers that pick up. They like to check in. All the or... time.
1: I love taking people down here for the first time because yeah. you just don't see this much coffee.
2: You got, really? Is your scale. first time?
0: Yeah, I've never been here before. There's um. This
2: is, no. There's, like...
0: There's a lot of coffee in this room. There.
2: All right, we're gonna head down. So this is like the LTL area. Um, this is where we stage and prep all of our LTL shipments for the day. Say uh, Jesse here wants means delivered like the next day. can't make it out here. We'll set it up for delivery the following day. So as you guys can see, we strapped the pallets before they're pressed. Um, Depending on what type of pallet it is, sometimes it could be standard, sometimes it could be block. And block means that we can double strap it and it's just more secure during transit.
0: This is literally just a room full of pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets yeah. and pallets and pallets of coffee. One
2: of the three rooms, so we have three rooms yeah. like
1: this. This is kind of the stage yeah. room, you Actually said, right? Actually, four, four. So what's amazing to me is we order our coffee, and importers have their various cutoffs, but you guys have a cutoff by noon to yeah. get the order in. Yeah. Which means it's by noon, then and it's pulled off of all the stacks, and then available like for us today at, by 7.30. Yes. Like, I mean, it's yeah. pretty amazing that that yeah, is. So like, you go find has- it from whatever, because I know we put 100-some bags of coffee on hold, and
2: yeah, Atlas right.
1: has many, many hundreds of those bags.
2: Exactly. Like, And then you have to go I-
1: pull two off for me, yeah. wherever stack that is. Yeah, it's like, it exactly. feels like Indiana Jones. So
2: if you had, like, a small <laughs> order, that would be, like, obviously a lot more helpful than, like, a 50-bag order. But it's helpful when it's one to two SKUs, because that means the guy's, you know, it's faster, too pick the order rather than like go through, each, cause each is like staged in a different location. Right. So. It, so when we have like five, five
1: different coffees, it's yeah, five they like, spaces. I yeah. literally have Are pulled
2: they, orders, My not like physically pull the bags, but like I followed the process. So like I'd go with the teams and I'd like watch them. They have to read the marks off, um, prep it on a pallet, and then drive over to the next location, do the same thing here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's some shared source. We get coffee from them. Oh, you do. Yep.
2: You're so right.
1: <laughs> those pretty bags, they catch. Yeah, catch your eye.
2: Those ones right there. Yep. Oh. So
0: now we're just walking through a maze of coffee.
2: So okay, I'm basically <laughs> we're lost. We've you been
0: in down. here for a week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're getting we're out. <laughs> found those power oh, bars. At on least it. you'll survive on beans. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we can just basically go down this aisle. I'll take you guys to the south side. So the building is split up. It's like a what is it? A C. Okay. So pretty much, uh, this right here is the, the length of the C, And then like it goes into like corners this way. And then that way. So this is what we call the South side. This is the West side. And the other part where I'm going to take you later is the North side. And And this is is will call
1: down here, I think.
2: Yeah. Will call is all the way down there. So what happens is, this is the aisle for the forklifts. Um, so if you ever hear hump, just like you did back yeah. there, you want to move aside or, you know, it's always there right away. So remember I told you that beans get unloaded on a daily. So containers will come in. We'll do about two to three. Um, and so we have a team here that's currently unloading. So pretty much you guys are just unloading the container, and then you guys go and find a location in the warehouse. Well, it's designated, so yeah, it's not, not like anyone. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they <laughs> put it out no, there. I put it in the corner. <laughs> uh, before that, you guys have to like inspect all the bags, right? Yeah. Make sure everything's like top not torn
1: and no yeah. no
2: yeah if there's holes do you guys just sew it up on the yeah, spot the that
1: place blows place. me away the first time seeing that darren did that when we were loading in one of the oh and he bags. just sewed it yeah, up yeah was like hang on a second just stitch oh it right wow up.
2: Uh, yeah. so yeah i heard like sometimes there's containers that have holes in every single bag so i would imagine that's probably do you guys just like
1: groan when there's a certain origin coming you just know it's like or just like gonna like be <laughs>
2: like that what's what? your uh, don't okay, you guys not. have a don't prefer- know <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys have a preference on what origin to... Is it Brazil? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Much. So yeah. is it because it's lighter? The bags oh, are lighter? They just use hooks on them. Oh,
1: okay. Right, because right, I was just going <laughs> to ask, uh, do you hate grain probe? Uh,
2: we had one earlier. I mean, yeah, I'm not a fan of Just to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, that's funny.
1: So the bags are nicer, but it's harder to lift because yeah. you can't use the hooks. Uh,
2: yeah, and I was telling them how, like, if you guys are throwing a whole bunch of bags, you guys, like, your your hands get kind of irritated. Because they were just asking like do people get allergic to the smell or anything. Yeah, I got pretty. Yeah. Yeah,
0: mess with me. Cool.
2: So, well, so
0: this yeah. is basically how it ships, right? It?
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't know if did it come like this or was all the way to the top? Not yeah, it goes all the way to the top. Yeah. yeah as much
1: as they fill it up because it's yeah. expensive and they're paying that. Yeah. the container for oh, it.
2: That's yeah. Right, that's their lead <laughs> force right there. Cool. Thank you. Um so pretty much this is the will call side.
1: Yeah, this is the side I always come in, and
2: yes. So then uh, we have the delivery transportation partner that we're with, and that's Sunrise Distribution, and they're actually located right on this side of the building. So.
0: It smells so good in here. My goodness.
2: Okay, so <sighs> we're like, I thought he was in, go but So yeah, basically all the aisles it starts from A, ends in Z, and then because we kept growing after Z, they started <laughs> numbering it so one through ten aisles 1 through 10. Yeah, at one point we shared this, I think it was 15 years ago, we shared this warehouse with um, Doc High, something. Okay. I don't remember. There Evo
1: that was at the other Evo end Gear for a while. Evo as well. Yeah.
2: So I think it was like three different companies that shared the building. And at one point the only coffee that was located in the warehouse, everything else was like random, like clothing line, furniture. <laughs> um, the only coffee that was placed in the warehouse was like Basically, the first two aisles and then throughout the years it just (laughs) and I'll show you it blows my mind every time I'm like wow, it's amazing how popular coffee is around here.
0: How many pounds on average in a bag?
2: 147 150 yeah, yeah
0: depends on the origin. Oh, sorry
2: the average would be like yeah 140 140 yeah yeah. See they usually
0: it's either 132 or 152 exactly so 14 million pounds (laughs) we're <laughs> <laughs> going, going by the hundred thousand bags. Is that right now?
2: <laughs> We've actually calculated how many pounds those guys throw, literally with their hands, and it was a million pounds a week on average.
0: Goodness. Each guy. Each. Pr- mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's a uh, that's a good lifting routine, yeah, I think. <laughs> no, like, I
2: don't think they even need a gym membership. Program. Yeah, that's what Francis did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
0: awesome. Yeah. Sidebar: Francis is in the Seattle Times right now. Is he? I heard uh, NPR
1: had the story about the reserve in Italy. Our former head roaster got picked up by Howard Schultz to be the head roaster at the Starbucks Reserve in Milan. What? Yeah. All
2: right, so we're going to walk through here. Actually, do a little shortcut.
0: So much coffee. Uh, by the way, as you're listening to this Visit Coffee Lovers Radio, I'm taking videos and photos. And you can maybe get a sense of the scale of everything. How long does this uh, coffee stay here on average?
2: Um, I want to say like four months, that's, it's really hard depends. to say, it really Because
1: depends. I have coffee on hold that we're planning for six exactly. months or so, something like that. Exactly,
2: and then we have roasters that ship like say three containers full of 320 right. bags each of beans, <laughs> and then they want them shipped out the same day. So you can imagine, you know, on average it's kind of hard to say.
0: Um, Where our boxes of coffee live?
2: Yeah, we have. Well, we actually have boxes of coffee throughout the entire warehouse on the racks.
0: Is the entire warehouse space climate controlled?
2: Yes, I believe so.
0: Do you know to what specifications?
2: No, unfortunately. I wish I'd known that detail earlier, but um, <laughs> I know we do like moisture loss control, so yeah. like we'll check periodically, like the beans and how they're doing on the moisture um and
1: it's consistently you know relatively the same temperature and moisture in here so it just yeah doesn't so i know like
2: in the summertime we we go through a lot of like pests and um fumigations just because of the heat the bugs like to sprout yeah yeah you don't
1: want moths and bugs and stuff in your coffee yeah but
2: that's why we go through a lot of fumigations in Mm -hmm. in that warm climate um in the Winter time it just, the only problem is I think if anything freezes, like any type of water or liquid um, in the springtime, and if it would melt, it would cause a little bit of precipitation. So we just want to be as extra careful to make sure there's no leaks in the roof, um, you know, just control yep. the, the air here.
0: That seems like one of the most important things to me for uh, roasters who can't, store their own coffee yeah not just the space but a space that is good for the coffee yeah Yeah.
2: exactly so i mean i personally i think we do a pretty good job of that here um i agree so say like we have (laughs) even for example today in the morning we had a container show up for a live floor load um and there were signs of just very very small like not puddles even just stains of oil um we had to refuse the entire trailer and the drivers are sometimes they don't understand the importance because they they're like well why don't we just put a bunch of slip sheets down on the floor that way we can protect the backs and i'm like no well not me our warehouse guys know we have a protocol sheet that they go by and they have to make sure that you know the trailer is clean dry you know no sign of odor nothing like that
1: yeah but that oil Destroy exactly. It by your so
2: you know, for example, like it wasn't a lot of it, but there was a couple of spots, and so we had to, you know, come. And of course, that must be frustrating for the customer, knowing that they had to expect an entire trailer of coffee. But you know, we don't mess around with, <laughs> with any of that. So like, any sign of precipitation in the trailer, especially we for trailers, um, if they have like, any moisture at all, we'll reject the whole thing. Yeah, it's pretty. Pretty hardcore stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the north side. This is yeah. basically the other side of the building. So we just walked through the whole area. That's yep. amazing. It's, it's yeah, pretty large. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: we can head back into as <laughs> well. I am in awe of the yeah. quantity so of coffee seen here.
2: This type of.
0: I've never seen this much coffee in one place. That, wow. And, you know, it's not even.
2: It is. <laughs> I mean, I for sure haven't until I started working here myself, so I can imagine, you know, not a lot of people even know about, like, coffee being this big. Like, they don't.
1: Well, what does 3 billion cups of coffee
0: a day look like? A lot of warehouses <laughs> full of coffee. I know, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, how many cups of coffee could we brew <laughs> from this warehouse? We
2: actually did the math, and pretty much, um, one cu- well you you know yeah we can do a lot <laughs> you roast the beans <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to just figure out how many beans it takes to brew one cup of coffee yeah. and we settled on 63 or something like that it's about that yeah yeah oh awesome okay
1: depends on the roast degree and <sighs> Yeah. how do you make coffee
2: uh how i like my I, like in the morning yeah um, What's your routine? I I like iced coffee. Okay. Yeah. So I I can't really make it at home by myself very well. So I just like to stop by and grab some on the way. Yep. Um. But I I'm a fan of white coffee actually. So, like. The caffeine. Yeah. So it's the caffeine and then also just I don't know. It's it's good taste. Um. A lot of these little espresso stands they sell Delano's coffee.
0: Um, Oh, we do have one question, which we'd like to ask everyone, Uh, why do you think people should give a crop about their cup?
2: About their cup? Why
0: does does coffee matter? Why should people care about their coffee? Oh,
2: well caffeine, first of all. (laughs) Um, I personally drink it for the taste, it just tastes good to me.
0: I mean, to me, walking through here, I see all this, all this effort and all this money and people yeah. and resources put into the quality of coffee. As well.
2: Yeah. It really plays a big role in how you grow it, it how you how roast you it? it. All of that mm-hmm. comes in play. Why? Did do you guys? Is there like a right or wrong answer? No, 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 no. Everybody like cares a,
1: for their coffee differently. Yeah. Oh. No. Of course. So you what do you guys? Like to,
2: what's your favorite part about coffee? Like drinking up drink what this is what do you think mine's about a, coffee when you think about coffee mine's the
1: routine mine's like being satisfied with yeah. making a pour over, like having that time yeah. to do that and morning, it's and it's frustrating up. when that doesn't work out yeah the way. I think that's do you favorite.
2: have to have a cup of coffee in the morning no keys
1: out of my routine yes yeah, I mean okay. sometimes it's like wow I didn't
0: have any coffee yet yeah. that's rare yeah. oh, sure. <laughs>
2: usually something happened in the morning pass. where it's
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, i'd say the same thing the ritual i like the process um i don't use a lot of machines to brew coffee mm-hmm. usually because of that i like to
2: do you break out
0: the clato wave or? and yeah i usually use a clato wave yeah. sometimes a v60 well. i just like yeah. and, and also i like trying a lot of different yeah. coffees so it's easier when hand brewing to do that kind of that's thing awesome. but i actually uh yeah.
2: yeah. Very blessed by my fellow friends. I got um, a Nespresso for my birthday this last year. And, um, you know, it's it's good coffee. It just, I don't know. It's, it's just different. Like, I prefer, like, a hot latte. Um, especially with, like, the milk, the foam milk. I don't know. It's just, like makes a big difference for me so I don't know I like it it's just it's very um, like you have to go out of my way so like I'd have to go down to Bellevue to buy the pods and right. stuff so it's a fun Definitely. little thing to have around the house though so.
1: yep you get that satisfying cup quickly
0: yep. thank you so much of for course. the tour Polly. really really enjoyable thank you, really
2: you so enjoyable. much yeah I appreciate you guys coming down it's here so good to see you again. yeah
0: alright so we just did our little tour of the warehouse my goodness um that's a lot of That's a lot of coffee. (laughs) Uh, And now we're just driving around the back so that you can grab uh, a couple bags (laughs) that you have. Our
1: small little portion of this massive work.
0: All right, so we've done our tour. Uh, We've got the coffee. That was, uh, I have to say, that was a bit overwhelming. And uh, while you were... (laughs) While you were grabbing, we we, we pulled around and went grabbing to the well call. So you got eight hundred pounds of coffee in the bag now. Now while you were doing that, I was actually checking on the size of actual IKEAs. It turns out the green room is only half an IKEA, uh, but still, it's a really really I large think space. It's IKEA, because
1: <laughs> the green rooms impressive. That's it, a lot of couches. <laughs> <laughs> every
0: every piece of furniture in the green room is a bag of coffee. So make that make of that what you will. Uh, before we go, um, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully that turned out. It was a bit of a tour, a little bit of a different format for us on the show. Um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully you find that interesting and enlightening that uh, to know that your cup of coffee probably stopped through a place like the Green Room before arriving to you. Anything else to say, Jesse?
1: Oh, just the usual plug for our Patreon. Come check out the show notes, extended show notes. A lot of pictures and videos. I saw you taking tons while well, I was blabbering. I think it's uh, we're going to have our third crack. It's going to be entertaining.
0: Yep, coffeeloversradio.com. You'll be able to check out this episode and more. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you. This has been Joseph. And Jesse. With Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening. Please
1: subscribe to the show and sign up for our email newsletter.
0: Also, check out our new Patreon. Links for the Patreon and shows can be found at coffeeloversradio.com.
1: You can get basic show notes for this show at coffeeloversradio.com. And on our Patreon, you'll be able to find expanded show notes and other fun stuff, too.
0: Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Coffee Lovers Magazine and Conduit Coffee.
2: Visit coffeeloversradio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show. The The Third crack. Crack!